Hi, this is Adrian, founder of Wikisleep. If you're enjoying these short clips of the podcast and would like to hear entire episodes, you can do that by going to wikisleep.com and downloading the Wikisleep app. It's simple, effective, and far more affordable than just about every other sleep tool that's out there. Plus, there's much more on the app, including meditations, white noise, a playlist builder, and other options to improve your sleep experience. You can start a free trial today and explore everything on the app. Just go to wikisleep.com to get started. Now, I hope you enjoy this shorter clip from the longer stories from Wikisleep. Good evening. I'm Adrian Sala, and tonight I'm going to read to you about the strange history of lobotomies. A lobotomy, also known as leucotomy, is a form of neurosurgery that involves the severing or damaging of connections between the prefrontal cortex of the brain and other areas. This was achieved initially through holes drilled in the skull as a medical procedure before being streamlined into something akin to an ice pick being punched through the eye socket into the brain. The procedure was controversial from the beginning, in part due to a lack of recognition of the depth of severity and enduring psychiatric illness related to it. As we begin, take a moment to get comfortable. Wherever you are, enjoy a few long, deep breaths, filling your lungs all the way up. When you get to the top of your breath, pause for a moment before releasing everything entirely. Pause again at the bottom of your breath, and then do this on repeat a few times. Deep breathing is an amazing tool to help find focus, calm anxiety, and relax into interesting stories like this. And remember, if your mind starts to wander, don't worry. Just return to my voice and let your mind fall into the story. Ostensibly, the purpose of the operation was to reduce the symptoms of mental disorders, and it was recognized that this was accomplished at the expense of a person's personality and intellect. Historically, patients of lobotomy were, immediately following surgery, 
often stuporous and incontinent. Some developed an enormous appetite and gained considerable weight. British psychiatrist Maurice Partridge, who conducted a follow-up study of 300 patients, said that the treatment achieved its effect by reducing the complexity of psychic life. Following an operation, spontaneity, responsiveness, self-awareness, and self-control were reduced. People were often left emotionally blunted and restricted in their intellectual capacity. Even advocates of the surgery at the time said the consequences of the operation had been described as mixed. More than a few patients died as a result of the operation. Some were left severely brain damaged, while others were able to leave the hospital or became more manageable within a hospital setting. A few people managed to return to responsible work, while at the other extreme, people were left with severe and disabling impairments. Most fell into an intermediate group, left with some improvement of their symptoms, but also with emotional and intellectual deficits to which they made a better or worse adjustment. Lobotomy patients often showed a marked reduction in initiative and inhibition. They also showed difficulty imagining themselves in the position of others because of decreased cognition and detachment from society. As a result, Walter Freeman coined the term surgically induced childhood and used it constantly to refer to the results of lobotomy. In an unpublished memoir, he described how the personality of the patient was changed in some way in the hope of rendering him more amenable to the social pressures under which he is supposed to exist. Following a lobotomy, he described one 29-year-old woman as being a smiling, lazy, and satisfactory patient with the personality of an oyster. If you're enjoying this Wikisleep story and would like to hear it in its entirety, full episodes are available on the Wikisleep app, where there is so much more to help you get to sleep. Simply visit the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and search Wikisleep. Or visit wikisleep.com 
where there are simple links to the app. And remember, we're not a regular sleep app. We're a cool sleep app. Affordable, fun, and endlessly interesting. <laughs>